Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Alexis Pereira program. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira. With me, as always, is my co host, the Dr. Jin to my Johnny Quest, <laughs> Alex Estrada. I think, How are it, you? Uh, good, good. Did you say De Jin? I think, I think <laughs> it's just the end of the Z. I don't think there's I said a, Dr. Zin or Jin? Zin, whatever. Yeah, I, you, I can't speak, but I'm trying to, to say it. to it for some reason. Well, I'm trying to say the right words, so that's right. all I'd like to think of myself as your Haji, but okay. Well, <laughs> we'll go Zin. In a sense, I'm the Haji as well uh, in the background, but uh, I would love to be in a, a, a live action jo- Johnny Quest or Dr. Quest? It's Johnny Quest, right? Yeah, yeah. His dad's a, Dr. Quest. I can see you in that. They had janitors in that show. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what, have, what have you been up to this week, Alex? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. Mostly, I try to get back on my cooking schedule because I mm. noticed I've been eating okay, out a lot Yeah, more. that's all right. Uh, I have <laughs> been uh, doing something. I've been watching dishwashing uh, um, tutorials on YouTube, and I've been washing, I've been washing my dishes extra good. So <laughs> you're blown away. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm stupefied. Well, do you what, know how? Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna, was I was going to ask. Do you have a dishwasher at home? No, I don't. Oh, it's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I have to uh, do my dishes like they did in the old days in the nineties. Oh, okay. You hire a girl. Good. Good. <laughs> That's right. I no. I've been doing uh, dishes at home, and my Pyrex uh, glasses are getting all greased up, grease stains, and I scrub, and they don't come off. So what I've been doing is I take a little baking soda. I pour some baking soda in the thing, then I put some dishwashing soap on it, make a mix, make a makes a little paste. Yeah. And I put the paste on the greasy spots and it makes it and then I oh I'm sorry, then I take aluminum foil and I crunkle it up and I just scrub on the Pyrex for like half an hour to an hour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, How and, long does it take you to wash your dishes? Uh, well, so again, this is just a little side thing I do. The regular dishes are fine. Just a little uh, hot water and a little elbow grease takes oh it all God. out. Um, but uh, uh, for the Pyrex with the grease stains, I do the aluminum foil. And uh, after about an hour, you know, it's a little better. So, <laughs> And now your, your girlfriend has listeria. Wonderful. <laughs> well, we're all sick. Okay. We're in Shitting a, horribly. We're yes. in a pandemic. All right. Uh, so I want to bring on somebody. Uh, she is a, a comedian. I think she that's what she wrote in her bio. She wrote the old style comedian on it, which I don't even think is a spelling or pronunciation, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, you can catch her on Harold Nights. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, online, um, Corinne Wells, how are you? Hi. (laughs) So actually, uh, before UCB went into, uh, like went up in flames, I made weekend. So yes, I do remember that. Congratulations. Let's let's update that. (laughs) I'm going to update your bio. I have a a bio and all my guests. Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> I, I actually oh do God. still remember seeing Corinne because every now and then I used to sit in with uh, the curfew uh, and uh, I'd see her with her team afterwards and everybody would always be shocked. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Alex is doing here. Is he, has he gone crazy? <laughs> Did they have a restraining uh, order against you? Yeah, yeah exactly. didn't they like, kick you out of the building? <laughs> well, like 10 years ago? You know, the way UCB works is if they kick you out, if you register for a class, they have to let you back in. That, so. is, that is actually in their bylaws. So, <laughs> Former bylaws, RIP. Yeah, you're right. RIP. RIP uh, UCB East? 
uh, east eastern uh, coast. <laughs> okay, uh, Kryn, um, we're, we're we're off to a flying start here. Um, I I like to always uh, bring down the episode, break up the uh, momentum. <laughs> By um, doing a monologue. And the reason why I'm doing the monologue is because I've been told this this podcast is on the authentic network. I've been told that if this show takes off, they will produce a TV show pilot of this. And they said they'd like me to incorporate TV show elements. Uh, so, you know, what what do TV shows typically start with? Uh they, uh, for Ellen, it starts with backstage harassment of her staff, you know, but then <laughs> it gets to a monologue. D- does Ellen do a monologue? I don't even know if she does what She doesn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think to so. To be fair, you don't really does. either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I not a monologue in the traditional to sense. People, but yeah. it's, not, it's not a monologue in the sense that it's like a joke telling monologue. Yeah. The Latin. Yeah. The Latin monologue, meaning one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it? Dialogue? Yeah, dialogue. Okay, she does a dialogue. Well, I do a monologue. So that means zip it, okay, Alex? Uh, but you guys can't. If you have a comment during my monologue, you can make a comment. But we'll just try to get past it really fast. Uh, okay, so are you... <laughs> this is such a great intro to a monologue. <clears throat> All right. The monologue is beginning. Are you ready? The monologue is beginning now. I had an argument the other day with a friend about Instagram. She said Instagram is solely for people to have a good time while making other people feel bad. The harassment through pictures, she claimed, is worse than any harassment on Twitter. This was odd to me, as I didn't realize a beach pic of Gal Gadot was actually an alt-right comment telling me to go back to my country. Though, now I see it. Now, I myself use Instagram, and sure, I've posted vacation pictures of myself visiting the south of Queens, the north of Brooklyn, and yes, even the eastern shore of Queens. But that's barely what I use the gram for. And for my cocaine heads, gram is now what young people called Instagram. And cocaine is what young people pull out at parties after kicking me out. The women, I mean people. <laughs> uh, to reiterate, Alexis did not let me read. <laughs> well, because you make comments about it and you make me feel bad about it. All right, sorry. All right, the, so. The throat clear really got me. <laughs> and I didn't even have to do it. I did that for effect. The, the women, I mean people, I follow on the gram. <laughs> Visit places all over the world wearing a variety of clothing. From bathing suit to that beach dress women wear over bathing suits. And yes, I would have loved to be there with them, serving them a piña colada while telling them my co- while telling my co-workers in the kitchen that hay una mamacita en la playa. (laughs) But these pictures never make me feel bad. In fact, they give me energy. Even if they put up a picture with a boyfriend, I think, wow, they are looking good, having a fun, and that makes me happy. Is this a monologue or a diary entry? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Alexis is grading ESL homework. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I have to edit your comments out, by the way. It'll make it more work for me. All right, uh, we're almost done. We got three more paragraphs. Uh, okay, and that's one. Um, <clears throat> wow, they are looking good and having fun, and that makes me happy. Right before angrily unfollowing her for clogging my feed with dudes. I really believe if you get angry at other people having a good time, you should explore that. We can't experience everything Earth has to offer in our brief time on it, so why not enjoy the beaches of Greece through the eyes of a bored supermodel who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire? Now I open it up to the panel. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. It's like it started like ESL student and then went to like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> well, that's my reading voice. Yeah. Um, this is also uh, an ad for VO. Uh, what was your last Instagram worthy uh, uh, vacation? And those of you who are at home, uh, you could comment as well. <laughs> during this time, the interactive part- portion of the podcast. Jesus. Um, uh, Corinne, we'll start with you. Alex, we may not get to you. Yeah. So uh, last summer, my family and I went to Jamaica. And then immediately after we got back from Jamaica, our lives went to shit. And it was like, this is what we get for enjoying ourselves. Oh, no. That was last so, year? That was last year. Yeah. Um, like, not to be a total downer, but I do talk about it a lot. Both of my grandfathers died, like, within months of each other after uh, we got back from Jamaica. And we were like, yay, we have a good life. We're doing it. Yes. We're <laughs> celebrating our family, having a good time. And then it was like, no, actually, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. That was it. Was a very Instagram worthy uh, vacation, though. And the did, last one. <laughs> did you did you go to a resort or did you visit the? It was an all inclusive resort. Did not leave at all because uh, there was no need to. Um, in retrospect, like all inclusive resorts are gross um, <laughs> because <laughs> For those of you like, at home. Yeah, yeah there there is like open buffets where everybody's just like picking at all the same food. We're like recycling towels and stuff. Everybody's swimming in the same pools, and it's like, oh, we can't do that now and i don't want to do that now um so yeah but at the time i was like this is paradise this is the best yeah. i i often feel that at a resort if you start your day off with like one and a half of those like beers that they have that you could just pour yeah. uh, and just stay buzzed mm-hmm. until you fall asleep mm-hmm. you have an excellent time it's a great time yeah it really is it's just like just the worst the worst alcohol they have the worst alcohol oh, there, yeah. but it's just readily available to you yeah. at any hour. And it's like, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. I, I often do the eye test. Like, when people serve me alcohol, I'm like, I try to keep the bartender in my, like, line of sight just to yep. see what they're doing, you know? Uh, another another trick I heard is, like, to get dark rum or else they'll try to water down the light oh, rum. yeah. That makes sense. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. Or just keep drinking beer. Yeah. Honestly. They can't, they can't do that with Red Stripe. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have red stripe on tap? Uh, no, but they had the little bottles. They oh, had the bottles of if red I ever stripe. get to a resort, to have all these tricks to pull. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, if you ever if, do, if. <laughs> on your break, on my break. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of I like resorts. Um, it's I've been to a like not that like I'm a baller, but I've been to, I feel like I've been to a few now. Like you know, growing up with my parents or whatever, and now I'm kind of like oh like. I kind of get it. Yeah. But like, 
I don't know. I think my next thing is I would love to travel to outer, try to see more interesting stuff like temples and yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I, I went to I went to Cuba a few years ago. Oh, um, oh wow! Oh, when they opened it up for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we like got in before Trump destroyed it all, um, but uh, we didn't stay on in, at a hotel. We like got an Airbnb and truly the most wonderful experience. Like we made so many friends and like just like really took in like the culture and everything. Learned so much. And it was it was the greatest. So like now I'm jealous. Now that yeah. now I now I get the Instagram thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think like there's there's definitely something to not staying on resorts. Um, I like I think the next vacation I do if we ever are able to leave this country ever again, uh, it, it'll be like really staying like in the cities with the people and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Alex, uh, when's before our vacation together? And by, by the way, Alex and I took a vacation together. Uh, what was the va- vacation you went on before that? The last vacation I went on. I mean, it's it's very hard with me because uh, growing up, and this is an unfortunate thing that's followed me into adulthood, is I don't really take vacation so much. Mm. Like every t- every single time I've traveled, it's either been for uh, a funeral. Uh, family reunion or like some kind of business or a mix of all three or a mix of all three. Yeah. Any all. Yeah. F- funerals are business. Uh, so, <laughs> Especially so yeah, if so, they ain't dead yet. Yeah. So I think the, the last actual vacation vacation I went on was probably last uh, last May when my wife and I went to Italy. Uh, yeah. We drove down to the Amalfi Coast. Uh, we were there for six days. It was very nice. Any tips? Any Italy tips? Yeah. Don't you, drive. Don't drive. <laughs> Because where do you park on the Amalfi Coast? There's like nowhere to park on the freeway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah the yeah the uh, the drive out of my my wife. I don't drive. I don't have a license. Uh, so my wife did all the driving. And uh, it's it's funny. You're reading the Google directions uh, going down the coast, and one of them was uh, whip right, <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're in trouble. And it's just like one road that runs uh, throughout the entire, you know, basically almost like the Pacific Coast Highway, just runs all the way down. And if there's like a traffic jam or something in a town like 30 miles ahead of you, it's just like blocked. Ugh. So it's it's nuts. But isn't it beautiful? Oh, it's very pretty. Yes, yeah. very pretty. Oh, At least wow. you got something to look at if you're in traffic. There you go. You know? That's right. Damn right. Uh, to talk about you're talking about his wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very inappropriate comment. She does not make eye contact with me. Fairly <laughs> so. I'd be disgusted with me too. <laughs> All right, now let's break into the the news. This is why people listen to uh, my show to be informed. Uh, yes, the uh, twelve listeners in the gulag in Siberia. Excuse me. What happened in America today? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, again, those people are forced to listen, so I don't consider them fans. Okay, that's their punishment. Uh, they have to listen, and 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 also they have to give the guards notes on the show. What did you learn from the Alexis Pereira from podcast? I learned that women in America are irascible. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does that mean, Alexis? I, you yeah, know, opposite, opposite irascible, whatever that means. So uh, the number one news of the week uh, is uh, Joe Biden, uh, Smoking Joe, as we call him, uh, Smoking Joe. He, uh, he chose a vice president and he chose... California Senator, former District Attorney of California, Kamala Harris. And uh, people are fighting about it, you know, whatever. 
But uh, I think this was the only pick that made sense for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Corinne? Yeah, I mean, uh, I it's it's so weird because I I like I feel like there are two sides of me that are warring, and one is like, yes, a black woman, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. thank God, and then the <laughs> other side is like, Kamala's politics kind of suck, mm-hmm. um, and it's like. You know, as much as I do feel that her politics suck, I do think she makes the most sense for Joe. Like, I I feel like people were like, we knew that this was going to happen. Like, I I think so many people were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Kamala. It's it's absolute who like Susan Rice would have been awesome, I think. But it's it was always going to be Kamala. Um, So I don't know why people are like now acting all, (laughs) you know, like, well. Well, yeah. Whoa. Well, look yeah. who won. Look who won the. It's Joe Biden is our nominee. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, and, and even though I I thought Susan Rice would be a, a good pick, I feel like the Benghazi stuff would have mm-hmm. been uh, distracting. Yes. Maybe distracting sometimes in a good way, but still, it would just be that kind of thing that. They would play on Fox News over and over, over again, and, over again. and it would just yeah. be very annoying. Yeah, and they're they're like reaching with Kamala right now. They're like, "What can we talk about?" <laughs> right? Oh, she 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 was mean. She was mean to people. <laughs> and it's like, okay, girl, shut well, up. Well, <laughs> well, you know, and and uh, about about her politics, I don't I don't necessarily agree with her politics, but they're very mainstream. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how. Like these kind of Republicans who are trying to wing back the swing voters would say both the Democrats want to defund police and that's their big thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have a district attorney who is known for being strict yes. and known for not really uh, letting people off the hook. Right. And that goes against their biggest, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, hit against the Democrats, against yeah. Joe Biden. Have, yeah. you, have you seen those like uh, those smear campaigns of like the phones ringing in a police office? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, sorry, the cops aren't here right now. <laughs> if the Democrats get in office, they're going to abolish uh, <laughs> picking up the phone. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. a, it's that and, old and like, lady. Right. And like, apparently, like at, at like the, the police have been defunded so much that they use like landline telephones. <laughs> and like, it's not a call center with he- a headset. Yeah. And and also, uh, have you ever called like I, I, I've variously called 911. That's the way it is now. <laughs> you know? yes. exactly. One time I called 911. I, I, I called 911 once like. Maybe 12, 13 years ago, and uh, there was two kids fighting uh, on the street next to my parents' house in in South Queens or whatever, and and there was like a big group around them, and it was basically like a fight club, you know. I'm not too sure what was going on, but they were just going at it, and uh, I think I was feel like I was 22 or 23, and I was kind of like, you know what, I'm just gonna call the police, and I called the police, and the operator is just like, really. Like, and I was like, there are two kids going at it at the street, like, and there's like a big group of kids and they've stopped traffic as well. And she's just like, is the fight almost over? It's like, almost like there's a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I guess it's supposed to end around 3.15 uh, yeah. for a commercial break. Yeah. But. Well, you, 
you know, Pokemon comes out of four, so yeah. it'll, but to some extent, I mean, that's kind of what you want. If you're describing a situation uh, that doesn't necessarily need to be escalated, it might be good for the police to have sort of a detached uh, reaction when someone calls and said there are two kids fighting over a sandwich in a parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> or a girlfriend, or a girlfriend. You know. <laughs> Uh, Obviously, there are two kids fighting over my girlfriend. (laughs) I want you to come and arrest her. (laughs) That's my Alexis impression. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I also, the main person, again, we've talked about this like just two seconds ago, but the main person that you want to be worried about his politics is Joe Biden's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Joe Biden is probably to the right of Kabbalah in like every way. Right. I, I can't even imagine. But it's so yeah. weird because I feel like there there have been like subtle hints uh, in a way that uh, Joe Biden is sort of indicating that, you know, I'm planning on dying in office. So. <laughs> truly. So she, truly. You know, she's ready to step in on day one or, you know, day 13 <laughs> when the tests yeah. come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he's so um, like he's he's aged so much. Like, just in the past few months, I feel like. So it's like, yeah, he's, I think he knows. He knows. <laughs> he he has definitely, that stutter that yeah. I suppose he says he escaped, now he can't keep away. He has that, you know. Uh, yeah. He, but he was good in the debates, though, like, against Bernie, that one-on-one. I thought he was... Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like in, in the panel setting is sort of where he struggles because it's not really clear, like, when he's supposed to be on or off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I feel like he, his earlier performances were terrible compared to the one-on-one where he could be measured, take his time, and yeah. I guess sort of think about his responses as, as opposed to having to fend off attacks from everybody. Right. Uh, I'm curious if... I don't think at this point they've come to an agreement on a debate schedule with the Trump campaign, though, right? I know that there's some uh, back and forth going on that. They they picked the spot for one of them in Michigan, mm. I believe, and they are working on it. I, I which is interesting. I heard Trump wants more debates. That's what he said. Yeah, but that could ju- also just be a sort of a stalling tactic in a way. Typically, if you're an incumbent, you don't want to do any debates. Yeah. Uh, historically, they've never helped the incumbent as much as the challenger. So it's kind of weird that they're going in the opposite direction. Yeah, huh. it's it's going to be. What, what, however many debates there are, it's going to be the most, like, just mind numbing <laughs> conversation <laughs> on the planet. I agree. And I just watched the new Gilmore Girls movie. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, no more. it's funny because I had the same thought you did, Craig, because, like, I was thinking the other day that I'm kind of excited about the debates. Like, I was like, oh, I can't wait for them to happen. And then I just realized, oh, my God, when they start, it's just going to make you nauseous. Both sides God, will make you nauseous. It's just going to be like, no, more. Stop talking. Put these men to bed. <laughs> it's past their bedtime. But I am very excited to see Kamala rip Mike Pence a new one, yeah, truly. I think she's one. going to tear him apart. Yeah. And she, she has, like, such a cool face when she's, like, when she knows she's on and right that, like, uh, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to make for a lot of good memes. I <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of memeable moments. She, de- she, has, great, she has great presence. I, I think she's going to be, when, when Biden goes uh, dies uh, in uh, February, <laughs> uh, I think she'll be a great president. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I, I remember like earlier this year, like I was thinking, um, you know, I, I, I want there to obviously be a first woman president. Um, and it's great. It's awesome if she's a black woman, but I, I would hate that it, it if it happened because someone died. Oh, <laughs> uh, but also I'll just take it. <laughs> so, yeah. We're up to 160,000 at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And like with, with people like, like I understand people again, I understand like people's issues with Kamala, but the alternative is just like a billion times worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think that one of the this is this is a common thing. And I think that both the Democrats and the Republicans share this issue is I think with marijuana and with pot, like they we all agree that it's not a big deal to smoke pot. And we all agree that people should be able to smoke it and not be arrested and and thrown in in cages. But there is not really much uh, movement. For of anybody to just legalize it on a federal level, mm-hmm. and uh, Kamala Kamala gets hit by that because she was the California district attorney, mm-hmm. but she was literally the district attorney of a small nation. Yeah well, yeah, well, well, there are two things. She was the district attorney of San Francisco, but she was the attorney general for California. So, sorry, sorry, so attorney general. Have, yeah. yeah, they have different things because I think, like, in her uh, capacity as a district attorney, that's when you're actually actually prosecuting crimes. As an AG, it's like less about that, and it's more about like the legal matters of the state. But mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, people hit her on her record as a prosecutor. And the marijuana thing has been a big issue this year too, because the Democratic Party actually rejected from their platform. Uh, uh, the national move towards legalization. And it was, I think it was actually a big rift between the more progressive wing and the centrists who are afraid that it will turn people off. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like somebody needs to step on it. I, and also it's like, it's, um, if the, if the Democrats don't do it, what happens if the Republicans suddenly say, we're going to legalize pot? They'll make right. the Democrats look so stupid right. for not stepping ahead. But of I, do you mm-hmm. think the Republicans would do that though? Like I, I feel like the Bi- like the Bible Belt is their big constituency, and like those people. Oh, but then again, it's like who else are they going to vote for? Is, <laughs> that's you know what. So fuck everything I just said. <laughs> no, that that I think that's a good uh, breakdown of the issue because they do have that constituency, but they are definitely not voting for the Democrats, yeah. and they don't think of themselves as smoking pot anyway, so they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're just like, oh yeah, it's like alcohol, like whatever. Like if they're, yeah. uh, if they don't drink, they're kind of like, yeah, but people can, people outside us do it. We don't do it. We don't. Yeah. We're good. So I think that's definitely something that Republicans have to think about. But I, I it's one of those things where you know you might see like Republicans go full on on like uh, uh, lowering prison sentences, which they kind of have been. There, dating or there whatever, has been sort of a, a push for that. Like Trump has definitely touted his uh, his attempts to sort of undo certain aspects of mass incarceration. There have been a couple of his higher profile uh, pardons, the one with Kim Kardashian, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is that is a line that there is some uh, sort of push for. But for, by and large, they've been they've been sort of crafting themselves as the law and order 
uh, party. Right. And that's part, I think that's part of the reason they've been stymied by the, uh, the Harris election because they, they attempted to attack them on being, you know, far left and like sort of pro protester, pro anarchy. And they actually have, uh, you know, fairly solid, uh, criminal law, uh, backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, some would say to their detriment, of course, with yes. the, uh, the crime yeah. bill and, uh, the prosecutions and that kind of thing, but it makes their job a lot harder. And so now they're taking the tack, the Republicans, um, and specifically Trump of, uh, attempting to cast, uh, Harris as a, uh, potential, um, uh, what is it? Uh, that she was, uh, another birther controversy. Oh, yes. And that's the thing that's come out. They're, they're suggesting that maybe she reach. wasn't a citizen, even though she was born here and both of her parents were citizens. So let's, let's talk about that. First of all, Kamala and I have the same background. Uh, my parents, my dad was an over, uh, a student visa overstay and my mom was undocumented when I was born. So I may not be able to be president. Uh, <laughs> well, there's other reasons for that too. <laughs> well, excuse me. Uh, but when you read that, uh, and Alex, if you know, like the exact, it's, uh, you know, any, any person born in the United States subject to the, or subject to the jurisdiction of, right? That's what they yeah, say. The, I, I forget the exact language of it. And this was the thing that came up with, it's come up with it came up with Romney too, actually, and I think even right. John McCain to some extent because they were born uh, at the time, I believe, in uh, U.S. territories. McCain was born in Panama. Yeah, exactly. So they were so they were natural born uh, U.S. citizens, but there was a question of whether or not you had to be physically born in the, uh, the yeah exactly in a state or you know yeah. is it does a territory count? You know, if you're born in an embassy, but you know, it's all it's all weird pedantic stuff that like. I don't think anyone would actually have a basis for challenging. Uh, yeah, like it's, I don't know, it's a kind of ridiculous to me that it seems to have come up in every election for the past, I guess, since, <laughs> right. like, what, since McCain ran in 2000. Uh, but even when uh, when Romney's dad ran for uh, for president uh, back in like the 50s or 60s, uh, they brought, uh, brought it against him because he was actually born on a Mormon compound in Mexico. Uh, so it is a thing that sort of comes back up, but it's such a weird, like antiquated... Uh, you know, concept of nationality. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. strange, and it's it's definitely not a <laughs> a, a disqualifying uh, thing for Harris this time around. I don't think it's such a reach. Yeah, they're just like really grasping at straws <laughs> here. No, you're right. It's they bring it up because they have nothing. Yeah. They wanted to go anti police, and they they got two cops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got a uh, Cagney and Lacey over here, or whatever the, the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> But uh, in the in the amendment, it says or subject to the jurisdiction of, and this is kind of like a funny thing. And they go, well, they weren't U.S. citizens, so the U.S. had no jurisdiction over them when they were born. And I almost want to be like, I would love any immigrant to tell the police that <laughs> oh, the you have no. Fuck it. Yeah, the sovereign citizen thing, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sovereign citizenship for immigrants. You can't arrest me. You can't arrest can't me because I was, my parents were born. In a, <laughs> so that's too good. I, I wish that were true. Meanwhile, uh, it seems that the, the United States has a lot of jurisdiction over you <laughs> if you were an immigrant. Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It's funny to see them also... Trump does his thing where he says, I don't know what this is about, but people are saying he, he loves to play that game and then drops yeah. a uh, horrible uh, uh, lie. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he even said, though, he messed it up because uh, he doesn't know. He doesn't really. He's old. and He doesn't even understand it. He said, uh, well, she wasn't born in the United States. 
<laughs> and uh, he, well, he got it wrong. Actually, actually, she was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just God. like, ugh, God, just, ugh. <laughs> he's so frustrating. Yeah. And infuriating. He, and he's still calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas, and it's like, what's happening? Yeah. What's she can't even way? sing. Yeah. yeah. She can't even sing. She... Did she have a bow and arrow in Pocahontas? I don't even remember. No. No. No, no she did not. I'll edit that out. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Swing and a miss. Oh, wait, wait. I'm going to... Uh, by the way, Alex, uh, you're thinking of Mulan. <laughs> I was going to put that in there. I had to edit out what Alex said. So, just a little editing trick, and I'll edit that out, too. You You can say whatever you want. There we go. Yeah, you see, after the monologue, uh, there's no going downhill. (laughs) Well, you can dig. It's basically... Try your best. Yeah. You can dig. Uh, Anything else we want to say about uh, uh, Kamala? Wish her well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, just just vote for them. Just, yeah. Just vote for them. Well, the vice, <laughs> and then just like you know, tear them tear them to shreds when they get in office. Just get them in office. Yeah. Please. Also, the vice president doesn't really move the meter. Yeah. I don't think. Well, unless, but in I I think in this in this situation, it's it's a little different because Joe is just. Oh yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. On his last. Basically, there's like just this is the in, in case of emergency break glass president. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes. Break glass ceiling. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Uh, I think go. that's a tweet. There's yeah, a cool I quote. Think that's a tweet. That's a three liker right yeah, there. That's a three. Yeah. <laughs> we call that Alexis viral. <laughs> that's right, Alexis viral three liker for comment. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about this. I don't think it made huge national news, but um, this uh, video came out. Of in in Los Angeles, uh, liberal bastion, Los Angeles crime crime uh, hell, Los Angeles, uh, where um, three teens, I believe it was three black teens and one white teen, were at a bus stop, and a homeless man with uh, mental issues uh, attacked them with a knife or was pointing it at them, and uh, then then the police show up with AK-47s or whatever gun you know people are gonna. Say I'm wrong, but whatever. They show up with the gun. AR, AR, thank you, AR-15s. They show up with the guns. And it is like they caught, I don't even know, like the bad guy for Mission Impossible. Just the way... I have so many questions about the way police apprehend suspects, okay? So they bring out the guns and they're pointing it at them. And, uh, oh, so just to uh, finish, in the video, they basically arrest the black teenagers because they don't know who the bad person was. They don't know who has the knife. Uh, somebody else called the police. And uh, uh, because Joe Biden isn't president, it didn't go to voicemail. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so they, they pull up. They're like, put your hands up. They put their hands up. Turn around. They turn around. Walk backwards slowly. You know, all this pageantry for somebody who has his hands up with no gun or no weapon or anywhere in sight. And I guess my question is, how often do the police run into Doc Holliday, the quick draw McGraw, where, you know, they, the guy has his hands up and they go to arrest him and he's just like, oh, Kung Fu, you know, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, they're, the police, I, they're just like in their minds, they are the military and it's just like a bunch of guys running around with these giant weapons for no freaking reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's really, um, what I, what I 
because uh, I read the article and what I think people generally, like, I think looking at the story at surface level, what people generally don't realize is how traumatic that was for those kids and then how traumatic it is to watch as a person of color. Oop, I just hit my mic. Sorry. How traumatic it is as a person of color to see this happening time and time again. And luckily nothing escalated to the point where anyone was injured or killed. But again, in the article, someone, someone said these teenage boys easily could have been like, I'm going to reach for my cell phone and call my mom and been murdered by these cops, which has happened which has happened so many times. And it's, it's just like, thank God that didn't happen here. But like, why, why are, why are they coming to the scene of a knife fight wielding AR 15s? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I, uh, it always makes, reminds me of this, uh, this thing that my, the sheriff in my hometown once said, uh, so my friend dated his daughter and, um, over the course of their relationship, uh, my friend's mom asked him, uh, about buying a gun because she was worried about um, about crime. Uh, I'm from Stockton, California. It's got one of the highest violent uh, crime rates in the United States. And so uh, she asked the sheriff uh, about getting a gun. And he said, uh, are you looking to kill somebody? And she said, no, no, I just I would want to have it so I could scare scare them off. And he said, well, no, that's not the way you look at it. If you have a gun, you have a gun for the point of killing someone else. Uh, and for years, I, I sort of took that on the face value in terms of like, well, if you're having a gun, you're using it to shoot. But then I was thinking more about like the mindset behind that uh, in the terms of like you sort of walk around with the power to end someone else's life uh, day after day. And it's <laughs> it's weird, like hearing that authority uh, and that ability to end somebody's life like it would. I feel like it would shape you. And shape your shape your interactions with people and the way that you approach uh, anyone on the street. And so I think to some extent, uh, like a lot of law enforcement has sort of been shaped uh, with this thing in mind that, you know, anybody could be a potential murderer, like have a weapon, like whatever. And so you have to be prepared to end their life uh, under any circumstance. And we've seen that sort of borne out to like a, a very tragic effect. Uh, yeah. in the United States. And- well, look at the propaganda we have on TV where it shows the police always making the correct decision and ending yeah. people's lives. Even TV shows like Law & Order, you know, basically it's just you have these police who always have the best in mind, uh, best, the, the, you know, everybody's uh, um, well-being in mind, and uh, they're heroes. Uh, and because they made a decision to shoot somebody it may be tough on them but at the end of the day they're like oh well you know you did the right thing and i i I have to imagine that as a country we're watching this over and over and over again and we're kind of like you know what whatever you think is the right decision even if you have to shoot an unarmed person dead make it yeah kill the person yeah and i I think like i don't want to sound like a suburban mom but i think we've also like if some people, you know, I think like most children and most like teens and like, like, no, I'm not going to say most because I think that's a crazy assumption to make. But like, I think death um, doesn't have the gravitas that it should. Like taking someone's life, that phrase taking someone's life, I don't think generally people hear it and understand what it is unless you've had someone die in your life and you understand like the impact that it has on the community around you. Um, and like to see black people die over and over and over again, I think it desensitizes the general public to the point where it's like, it doesn't 
it, it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter anymore. So like, I think hearing black lives matter, like has become, it's like numbed people, but like really taking those words, like these words mean something for a reason. And like understanding that like people are being taken out of this world for no reason whatsoever. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, my, my, um, a family member of mine is cop adjacent. Um, I, I can't, can't give too many details sure. about it. <laughs> um, but means, he but... and I, he and I had a conversation about like, uh, when Tamir Rice was murdered, um, in Cleveland and we got into like such a heated argument about it because, um, you know, he, he defended the cop that did it. Ugh. Uh, and he basically said exactly what you said. It's like, if I'm drawing my weapon, I am shooting to kill. Um, and that is psychotic to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, illegal to have a, a fake gun. In fact, it's legal to have a gun. <laughs> so it's not right. illegal to have a fake gun. Right. And, and uh, that, that one, you know, that, that was the, it's tough to say, but like that one really opened my eyes to how little people give a shit. Yeah. Uh, a child yeah. was murdered with a toy right. that every, a lot of p- kids have. A lot of kids have. And, and there are kids. There are kids that have actual guns that aren't being shot in the street. But hey, here we go. You know, um, like just it, it's it's so I like I I hate to do this sort of thing because I hate when it's done the other way around. But like when you see like Tamir Rice happen, and then you see how Dylan Roof was treated, it's like this this is stupid. This is fucked up and no one is like acknowledging how fucked up it is to the point where we're actually making change i mean now we're trying very hard to but like we've been we've been marching in the streets for how long you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know you brought up an interesting point i kind of this is something i've thought about you said you said about like i don't think you know, black people want to watch videos of black people getting shot. No. And it makes me, even though I, for example, this news clip, I didn't share it on my social media, even though it mm-hmm. like was something I thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why is I was just like, I don't know if putting videos of this out there, it, it does help because it's the news. But I think if people want to look at the news, they can go to the news. Yeah. And sometimes I just wonder if putting these videos out there of, of, mainly black yeah. Americans getting uh, um, uh, threatened or murdered. I don't think that's good for people. Yeah, uh, especially- it's, it's oh. such a weird thing because when you think about it, like um, when the Freedom Riders were doing their thing, the only reason America started paying attention was because media coverage happened. And because of that media coverage, like that's when change started to happen. Like the greater America was like, yeah, okay, this is that I, we didn't know that this was happening. So we have to do something about it. Um, so in that sense, it's great. And I think that's also what's, what happened with George Floyd. It's like, people were like, oh, oh yeah, we see it in, in real time. And Ahmaud Arbery, we see it in real time, but then it's this double-edged sword of, of, of black people just being traumatized over and over and over again. Like I got, I got so mad cause I, my parents, I was at my parents' house for, for the past four months and we watched, um, uh, David Muir on ABC world news tonight. Very That's handsome. Our staples. He is very <laughs> handsome. Um, and, uh, they, they showed George Floyd 
every night, that video, they showed it every night for like a week and a half. And I got so angry that they kept showing it because it's like, you aren't taking into consideration the children that are watching this, the little black children that are watching this, or just anyone that has to sit here and watch this man, you know, be murdered in front of our eyes. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it, what, what is the word for it? Like the type of film? Snuff um, film. Snuff film. It's, it's snuff that they're putting on the news. Um, it, and it's, it's like, at some point, I think the news has more of a responsibility uh, to be more discerning about that sort of thing. The internet, I know people like will put trigger warnings before this stuff, which is very helpful. But at the same time, like as much as I don't want to see it, I do think people need to see it. I wonder if we could find a, a fine line where, because we have the internet, we all have, we have access to uh, video on demand. If they could say like, by the way, if you need to see it, if you haven't seen the video, go to this place, but we would not be replaying it over and over again. I would right. if there's like a happy medium we could find right. that. I think that would be great. <laughs> well, Let me call David Muir right go. now. I'm going to call Maurice Dubois. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to email Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark, you asshole. <laughs> hey, fart. Fart Zuckerberg. Nice. Um, well, fart know, we got him. Zuckerberg. Yeah, we got him. A twelve billion dollar guy. By the way, I was on a, I, um, I I was on a uh, elevator. If if he's listening, who's the guy who played him in the Facebook movie? Oh, oh Jesse a, Eisenberg, right? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. So I was at an elevator with Jesse Eisenberg because he and I had a general at a TV channel at the same time. Oh. And uh, what year was this? By the, this was I know I know. <laughs> Uh, this was back when I was hot, uh, back in uh, t- 2011. Oh I don't know. God. I was I don't hot. Actually... He was 15. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I don't mean hot, good looking. I'm still good looking. But I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> like, comedically. I was like, people were wanted to meet with me, or people were wanted to meet with me. I wish and, people, I wish this were a video because the way you looked into the into the light of the window at, with that pause, I was like, okay, no one sees this. This is That's all for, for you. Alexis. That's just for you. <laughs> So he and I, the the company, uh, their elevator broke, and I was walking to the elevator with my the person I met, and the head of the company, who is actually a celebrity as well, was walking with uh, Jesse, and I, I didn't recognize him. And uh, he and I get in the elevator, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and we're like, I'm like, do you know how to use a a freight elevator? And he's like, no. So. I was like, all right, uh, huh. <laughs> and the door closed on us, by the way, too. So we kind of like, I'm just kind of like looking around, like looking at the levers, and I finally get it to go. It's actually not too difficult. It's like there's like an on lever and a uh, floor lever or whatever. Thank you so much. Oh I should write this down. <laughs> okay. First of all, uh, this is great radio. So we go down, and we exit and i just start oddly walking with him and we start talking about the women we're dating at the time and i was saying oh you know my girlfriend or whatever this is like uh, is from eastern europe and he's like oh my girlfriend's from eastern europe or whatever and later i find out she's like some ballet dancer or whatever (laughs) so anyway and, and i accidentally like follow him and he does not want me to follow him because like so then he just stops like we're like we we both make a left and he stops and he just goes the other just goes the other way. And I'm like, all right, see you later, buddy. And I think he thought I recognized him, and I did it. 
Uh, and then later on, I'm just like, that guy looks just like a Michael Cera, <laughs> like a shorter Michael Cera. And it's Jesse. Archer. This is all the inspiration for Doctor Brothers, I believe, right? Yes. That's right. <laughs> it actually That's became that was important. this was after Doctor Brothers, by the way. <laughs> oh, mind you. So. Right. So this was a long time ago. <laughs> oh no, it was. It was before. Yeah, Ooh. this was 2015, probably. So yeah. again, that was when I was really. My career was really back when there was a, there was gas in the tank still. Yeah, there was gas in the tank. There was a tank. <laughs> you hadn't traded it yeah. for good. Now there's just an engine sitting on a bunch of wheels, <laughs> saying "Push me, please." <laughs> Off the cliff, end my life. So, the final final bit of news, uh, if you haven't heard, the the post office is being uh, canceled, and, and I don't mean on Twitter. <laughs> So, <laughs> you are I'm yeah. shaking my head. This this is, is, uh, yeah. I feel like Corinne stepped into our, our fun house and she's just like, I'm never going back. <laughs> I have nausea. <laughs> yeah. This no, is this a, has been really I need fun. to get off of Mr. Pereira's wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really dizzy. Yeah. Perfect. So uh the US mail, uh they're they're taking some losses. Uh, Alex, did you look this up? What's going on with the mail? And then me and Kroon will talk about it. So in, yeah, in general, so their operating, uh, their operating procedures are being impeded by these pension obligations that were pushed onto them in a congressional law back in the early 2000s. And so as a result, they've been running uh, basically at a giant deficit because they have all these debt obligations. And so what's happening now is uh, they're contemplating... they have two obligations. They have debt and they have delivery obligations. Yes. They have to go to every part of the Right, country. right, right. Yeah. So that's that's in their general operating, uh, part of their operating expenses. But the, the pension obligations are basically that they have to uh, pre-fund everyone's pension, which is the only, and they're the only agency that has to do it. And I forget the exact reasons that uh, this was uh, this was passed on them. But uh, so, yeah, so they're uh, they're operating in a massive deficit. And at the same time, uh, there's all this pressure that's being put on them because of the pandemic and the upcoming election. Uh, a lot of states are considering doing uh, mail in ballots uh, for the election uh, because of the threat of the coronavirus. And so there there are questions about whether or not can the post office uh, handle all this mail, and then also can they ensure the integrity of the ballots uh, on uh, on the eve of the election? And that's sort of where the wrangling right now is going on. Is this? I, I just have a question. Like every now and then, I feel like Trump fucks with us by mixing, conflating two different things to hide what he really wants to do. And I feel like the ballots thing is sort of a red herring. And I just wonder if, regardless of the ballots. He just doesn't like that there is this billion dollar loss company oh, for in, sure. the, in the government. Yeah, yeah, that that makes uh, I mean, like that's typically the way the Republicans uh, sort of approach the agencies. Uh, they have to be brought under control uh, in terms of their expenses or destroyed. Uh, you know, I remember that uh, Rick Perry uh, was you know famously said that he'd oh, eliminate yeah. five uh, agencies on his first day in office. He could name like two, and then they became <laughs> think he got in charge of one of them. He was appointed to the Department of Energy, yeah, uh, which he promised to destroy. Good job. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that is the the thing of it because the Republicans sort of operate in this idea of we want an efficient government that gives brings good value for the money that gets put in. And so the result is that if you, uh, you if you aren't making money, then you're losing money. If you're losing money, that's bad, and you shouldn't be operating unless it's war. Unless it's war, unless it's, in which yeah. case right. it's eminently yeah. profitable. 
<laughs> Corinne, do you do you use the mail at all? Um, I don't really use the mail. Um, unless somebody's mailing me a check. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa! There we go. <laughs> so that's priv. Uh, Get those yeah, residies. I mean, I've I've like um, I actually very recently as a bit wrote a handwritten letter to someone. Um, and it was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they really appreciated it. And I think I would like to keep doing that because it is a really nice thing to like send and receive handwritten things that are really thoughtful. That's not yeah. just... I write um, one every month to my landlord. <laughs> I, I write a check. I, I send a letter to my landlord every month, too, with the, with the check. And every month, this lady emails me. Being like, I haven't gotten the rent yet or whatever. But she sends it before it's due. And I'm like, is it due today then? Like, give me yeah. the day that yeah. it's supposed to be due. And I just hate mailing it. I just like, if I wish I could just wire it to her. Yeah, I'm the same uh, way. I mean, you can use, uh, there's Zelle. Uh, that's a, that's an option. But that's tricky, though, because I've heard of people like ordering checks and they get disappeared and stuff. Forget it. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I, I also, I, yeah, my, my, luckily my rent, I can do online. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, online. very nice. Yeah. Uh, I once bought uh, stationery at this uh, store, uh, and uh, there was it was run by this old man. And um, I was like walking around the stationery, and uh, I, I pick up this uh, like stationery, whatever from it, like from Italy, whatever I don't know. And I, I bring it over, and he's like, "You've picked the finest stationery in the store." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And and then uh, as I as I'm uh, when I leave, I open the door, and the bell rings or whatever. As I'm leaving. And he just goes, you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Is this before or uh, after he pointed the gun at your head? I know. I, Is I, the stationary cursed? <laughs> it, it, actually, it might have been because then, so I, it, it's very funny that you said people, you know, it was cute or, or, or cool or whatever. Because I wrote two handwritten letters to, to people that in California or whatever, like friends of mine. And they both unique individually messaged me. Asking me if I was having a nervous breakdown. So, <laughs> and it was like, before I read this, like, <laughs> I wasn't even. Are you okay? Yeah. It's just, I guess, like, when you get a letter, really funny. you kind of see all this. And my handwriting probably is not very good either. So they probably were just like, oh no. You cut out letters. <laughs> yeah. Paper. yeah. A ransom note for yourself. Uh, excuse me, People Magazine, the font is fantastic. I'm not going to waste my. People magazines. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, 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 I'm curious. I feel like we're not getting the real story from either side. That's yeah. the, that's the, that's the tough part. And yeah. I do see the mailboxes being taken offline and that sucks. And, yeah, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love to know what the real story is. And, uh, and again, the, the, I think another thing that's tough is the post office is useful because it's useful to be able to deliver things or, or send things cheaply uh, that, that, you know, has to, to go to places. And um, a lot of people are like, oh, if the post office goes offline, uh, FedEx, U, UPS, USPS, oh, no, UPS, rather, yeah. USPS and, and, and DHL, they'll all um, become cheaper. And <laughs> that's not how that works. Yeah, that's not how that works at all. No. They yeah, will. I mean, yeah. I, part of me wonders is like, can we all volunteer on like around election day at the post office yeah. and help or something? Um, just because, like, on, like I'll be honest, like 
if if the post office were to go away tomorrow and no one told me, I would not notice, you know. But because of this election, like it's super, super, super important. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like a perfect storm of things that could ultimately um, d- destroy the the world. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I feel like there's got to be something. I mean, and also, if I can't mail in my vote, I will go vote. And yeah, I think hopefully that's in a swing state. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to actually, I'm going to go over to Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Are they swinging again? Oh, man. Yeah. They're def- what are you talking about? They voted, uh, they, they, they went Trump they last went time. Trump last time. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Those guys yeah. used to like them. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel fine. like they did. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll all go. The three of us, the three extra <laughs> we'll make, votes. We'll make it another, another one of Alexis's day trips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You liked my driving. Yeah, it was right. fine. I didn't appreciate having to install your deck. <laughs> <laughs> you said you'd pay for it. You said you'd yeah, pay for it. I mean, I don't know. The I think the biggest uh, disappointment from all this, uh, all this happening right before the election too, is I think this actually would have been a really good opportunity to uh, make elections go digital, which is a lo- what a lot of yeah. other countries do. Uh, we yeah. have our social security administration. So many government services are done online, uh, and it's a lot easier and very easy to protect against fraud. Uh, and it's just not something because it's, it's all run state by state by state. Uh, you, you didn't get a cohesive response. And as a result, everyone's scrambling right before the election. I, I can't, again, I've said this many times. They, if you owe them a dollar, they know who you are and where you live and they can find you. Right. But when it comes time to vote, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. You don't Do exist. you live here? <laughs> who, who are you? What's your name again? You live here? You were born here? Uh, yeah, they, it's they, crazy. They like, saw, oh, good. The fact, the fact that they were able to just deposit $1,200 into people's accounts, even though they could have done it a lot better. Like, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I'm glad I have it, but I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. And like, the thing with me is like, my, my taxes last year, my account number was wrong. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it, but it was wrong by one digit. And I still ended up getting it. Wow. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is, what do you know? So- what do you people know? <laughs> the numbers are just for show. <laughs> like, truly, truly. I'm like, did I give my DNA at some point oh, somewhere? Maybe. Yeah. No. Q will show more, the way. Yeah. There's going to be more Koreans voting in Wisconsin now with their Good. DNA. Good. That's what we want. There you go. Uh, more Koreans in general. Yeah. Why not? One for everybody. That's the... <laughs> One for A Korean in every pot? Alexis. Yeah. There you go. That's that's your slogan. Uh. <laughs> There will be a black pre- uh, woman president, and that'll be your slogan. Corinne yeah. for everybody. <laughs> that's actually not a bad slogan. Uh, that, that's I good. Really that's actually love okay. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was Kamala for the people. Oh, Kamala yeah. for the people, rather. Uh, Kamala and, uh, for Allah. Yeah. It's Kamala. <laughs> yeah. Kamala. 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 Yeah. It's Kamala. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, wait, what is that? What is that you're doing, Corinne? The cut it. Cut. Oh, cut! You got to go. Okay, uh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's a jerking that's her neck. Got to go. Motion towards the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been holding up her watch for the last fifty-nine minutes. <laughs> and uh, Corinne, if if the people go out, where can they see you? 
Girl, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at charity underscore Corinne. And if you're on TikTok, and if TikTok still exists when this comes out, um, at Coco Coscom, where you can Ooh. see me do a lot of cosplay. Wow. <laughs> what are you cosplaying these days? Uh, so I actually haven't done a cosplay in a while. My last one was... Um, of my hero academia character. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, I like hero academia. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, What's that? that? Should with that. It's a uh, yeah. an anime. Yeah. It's an anime. Oh, you know, I'm not legally, <laughs> I cannot watch that. <laughs> yeah. He's more of a hentai guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of, course. <laughs> well, of course. Right, 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 right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everything's hentai if you squint. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, the more I thought about that, the worse I get. I'll edit that that's, out. That's his campaign slogan. <laughs> when I'm your VP, come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know, uh, follow Corinne on those uh, on those sites. Um, and as always, every week we end with a final thought from local lawyer, uh, scum- scumbag <laughs> lawyer Alex Estrada. Uh, Alex, would you like to hit us with your final thought? Sure, sure. Uh, this final thought goes out to all of our listeners in the gulag. Uh, this is from us here at Radio Free Alexis saying, <laughs> Zeleu Spokonoyev Nochi i Udachi. Oh my god. Wow. What, what, is, what is that? Oh, it's what Russian. <laughs> For what? For what? Oh, good night and good luck. Oh, that, okay. There you go. Yeah. That's good. I hope it's not some kind of secret thing about right. the election you're sending you to it's Russia. A message through right. my, they shut down my Wayfair channel. This... <laughs> oh. Alexis usually edits this out my final thought. Is getting so yeah. black. I'm editing this out, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs>